You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode seven, Gardening with Kids. In this episode, we are going to be talking about getting your kids involved in the gardening process. There are so many benefits and reasons as to why you should be teaching your kids how to garden. And while having kids involved in any project can certainly add extra stress, increase your time, and make it definitely more difficult, there are definitely ways that you can make this process easier and more enjoyable. I'm going to be telling you all about them in today's episode. So let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hi guys. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to get your kids involved in the gardening process. Gardens themselves can be time consuming and a lot of hard work. And when you add kids to the mix, it can create even more stress and it can definitely make the process much more difficult. But with that in mind, you definitely want to get your kids involved in the gardening process. There are so many benefits to getting your kids involved in the garden. It's great for building skills and values such as patience. I mean, what other, I like to think of it like this, like a garden is a really long process from the time that you're in the planning mode to the, to the time where you actually enjoy the harvest. It's months, right? So it's a very long process, but there are milestones along the way. And it's something that can definitely teach and instill patience and uh, gratitude and really working towards next step in the process and that's why one of the reasons why I really love gardening and I think it's so important for kids it's also a really great way to increase their food awareness and their food skills so just having an awareness of where your food is coming from knowing what a Brussels sprout plant looks like in the ground and knowing that that's when you have a bowl full of Brussels sprouts right that's where it comes from uh, a lot of people don't even know these things. So how, being able to teach your kids where your food comes from, how it's grown, the amount of time and effort that it takes to even cut open a cantaloupe uh, is something that really provides kids with a level of respect and gratitude towards the food that they're eating. And then in addition to that, it's also teaching them how to feed themselves. So they're learning how to plant, how to nurture, you know, the ground and the soil and and ultimately get a harvest. All those things are so beneficial to a kid and there's no, it's never too early to get them started. So for me this year, it's May of 2021 right now. Uh, I have, my oldest will be turning five in August and we've been gardening for about eight years now. So we've been gardening well before he was born. Um, but even as a baby and you know, as they involve, they, they grow each year, there's something more that they can be doing, but that also involves, um, and can be difficult. So when you're dealing with really little kids, it can be difficult to figure out what they can actually be exposed to and what they can actually do in the garden. Um, 
What I like though with gardening is that there's really a job for everyone. So even a toddler can be doing something, a five-year-old can be, be doing something different, a 12-year-old can be doing something much more advanced using different tools. Uh, and so there's something that everyone can do regardless of age. And with real little kids, a lot of those things are more busy work, you know, move the soil from this pot to this bed or things like, or take out all the rocks, you know, remove all the rocks, things that at least they're getting involved, they're getting their tactile skills um, going. And even if they're not actually producing or contributing, they're uh, being kept busy and they're involved and with the family. And that's really important. So a couple of things that are really important is to make the whole gardening process and the whole gardening experience bring everyone involved in it. And one way of doing that is planning how it's going to work with your kids. So you want to really plan your location of your garden. Uh, you want it to be close to the house because, well, for a couple reasons. For one, when they're really little, you're going to find that your most likely time for gardening or spending some um, child free time in the garden is going to be at nap times and then maybe right after you put them to bed. Uh, so you don't want the garden to be a whole football field away from the house. You know, you want it to be close to the house as possible so that, you know, you feel comfortable stepping outside working in your garden while your kid is asleep. Uh, so that's what we did. We had a, our garden is right next to the house. At this point, we have like three different areas that we're working with, but our main garden, the one that we started with, uh, when my kids were really little, um, is right outside their bedroom. So I certainly felt comfortable being outside gardening while they were napping. Uh, so that's one thing you want to do. You also want to consider fencing. Now, fencing is great for keeping out pests, uh, rabbits, gophers, groundhogs, deer, if you can, if you can happen, deer is really hard to fence out. Um, but it's also great for keeping your kids in, right? So when you're able to have a fenced-in garden, it allows you to be uh, just more free, like you're not as stressed or worried about where they are because they're within the confines of the garden with you. And being just more being aware of like what tools are out, that there's nothing dangerous out, and they're not running off. Uh, knowing where they are is really important. So having a garden and fencing it in if you're able to do that, even if it's just some kind of barrier, even if it's just some kind of, it doesn't have to be a sturdy fence necessarily, just something that is keeping them contained in the garden. It's going to help you so much uh, with being able to maybe give them an area of the garden to dig, um, maybe giving them their own bed and letting them pick some seed packets out and seeing, or some flowers, uh, throwing them in the ground. And that's just for them and they can work with it. That's something really fun also. So another thing that I really think is important is to consider your outdoor space and where they're gonna play. So like I said, if you're in the garden, that's really great to have them fenced in and have them be able to be with you in the garden. That way they're just also being exposed to what's going on. They're seeing you in the garden, they're seeing you working, they're seeing uh, what you're doing, what you're working on and how it grows, how it you know starts from just plain dirt, putting things in the ground, and then how it grows to a very large plant that's, hard, that's having fruits and vegetables. That's just something that they're exposed to at a small age. It's just really great for instill, instilling that into their, their minds. Uh, like I said before, giving them a task 
matter how small, kids just want to be involved. So even if you're giving them their own bed, their own garden bed or their own little plot where they can rake it out, where they can take the rocks out, they can dig holes, they can pick the plants that they want to put in there. Uh, that kind of allows you freedom and to do your things correctly, right? So gardening is something that you want to do correctly. Like there is method to the madness. So you definitely want to, if you're planning on actually having a harvest and having it feed your family, you want to do it correctly. So having your kids involved in some aspects may not be the smartest. That's why I really love having an area where they can be free to experiment, to experience all of the aspects of gardening, but without the, the level of pressure per se of having it produce a harvest that is going to feed and nurture the family. So I think that's really important. Um, and any kind of, any kind of uh, task that you can give them is really great, even if it's just busy work, moving dirt from one area to the, another, raking it out, um, cleaning up, sweeping, that kind of stuff is really great for small kids to do. Uh, another thing that I think is really important, aside from the garden, if you can't fence it in, or even if you have an area that's not within the garden. So just doing regular yard work or other kind of maintenance around the your property. It's really important to have a place for them to play or at least to plan this out. So when my kids were really little, I was not a stranger of bringing, and I'm still not right now. I have a, she'll be, she's just about a year. I'm not a stranger of bringing out the pack and play, setting it up wherever I'm working and having her spend time out there with me. And then also they have, they have all kinds of things. They have these play yards that you can set up. Uh, they have these more canopy type things where it's a nice sturdy, um, play pen, but, um, it's foldable. You know, a lot of those things are definitely worth investing in and using, especially if there's something that you can move from one area to another and having your small child outside with you is really great for them. So again, number one make your garden location close to your home. So find it as, as close to your kid's window, as close to your door that you can, that will really allow you the freedom to be out and garden um, at times when they are inside, maybe napping or going, gone to bed, that you're able to spend some gardening time. Number two, fence in that garden if you can, if you can find a way to even just create some kind of barrier that will allow you to your kids to roam freely in the garden but stay within the confines of the garden that really will put your mind at ease and allow you to work much more freely and give them the freedom to experience the garden and outside areas without uh you know being confined to a really small space and then aside from fencing though i definitely think for real small kids bring out the pack and play bring out the canopy bring out the play yard, whatever it is that you use. It's definitely worth investing in to spend some time outside. In addition to that, then I would also give them a task. Kids want to help. So give them something to do. And then also give them their own little space. Give them a little, little garden bed, their own little corner where they have dirt they can dig in, they can plant what they want. If they really love a fruit or vegetable, grab some from the store and put them in the ground and just let them experience and experiment and learn from their level without the pressure of having a successful harvest that will feed the family. So those are just some really simple tips. It should be a really great experience for everyone. It's a great outside project for everyone in the family because like I said, there is a job and duty for all ages. 
And it's something too that you can really work in uh, as kids get older, them graduating to the next stage, getting uh, the chance to use a new equipment because they're older. It just allows for progression in skill and knowledge that you can really work into your family time. And I think that's really important. Um, not to mention just the whole teaching your kids to eat healthy and appreciate their food and where their food comes from and the amount of hard work and time that it takes to grow healthy food is really, really important and something that is so valuable for all kids. So I hope those were helpful and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. If you have not already signed up to grab my free ebook, you can go to www.yourdreamgardenguide.com. This garden guide has everything you need to get started growing your own vegetable garden this year. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have topic suggestions for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingitonthehomestead.com.